Welcome to a year of magical living with me, Imogen Roy. So if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, there have probably been some practical magic tools that you found it pretty easy to get on board with. Things like energy raising practices, the Ultradian healing break, the inner mentor visualization. So since I've warmed you up a bit and I hope that you're starting to experience a bit more magic in your everyday lives thanks to these tools, I feel like it's time to drop one of the more unconventional ones on you. And as unconventional or as uncomfortable as this may come across, I cannot underestimate how powerful this tool is for dealing with stress, anxiety, tension, and general body pain that can really get in the way of living a magical life. So today's practical magic tool is shaking. Yes, shaking. (laughs) Shaking like a dog or like a cat or a gazelle in a wildlife program that has just been taken down by a lion and managed to get away. (laughs) Because the undeniable truth is that we are mammals. We are animals with the same primal instincts and often very similar biological wiring to our friends, the cats, the dogs, and the gazelles. And you may have noticed animals do this spontaneous shaking uh, after a major traumatic event, like nearly being eaten, but also after a fright or a shock, like someone slamming a door, or a tussle with another animal, you'll see them sort of shake it off and get back to their usual selves. And the exact same mechanism of shaking off stress is available to us, except for so long we've been living in these industrial cultures, these so-called polite societies that do not find body shaking socially acceptable. And we've become very disconnected from our bodies in general, where most of us are not very in our bodies, we're not embodied. And we're not always aware that these mechanisms are available to us or how they work. So today I'm going to be sharing my own shaking (laughs) practices that I find very useful and enriching and kind of funny in my life. A few areas that you can explore if this is something that is interesting to you. But first I want to begin with why and how shaking can possibly help you manage your stress and contribute to a more magical life. So you may have heard before the concept of the fight, flight, freeze response. Essentially, when our bodies are confronted with a physical or emotional, psychological trauma or shock, our bodies 
stimulate this automatic response that prepares our body to meet the attack. So our muscles get pumped with blood so that if we were to run or fight or jump, we would have that power available to us. Our attention becomes super vigilant. It's almost like we get tunnel vision. Everything narrows to one focus. And our sensitivity to pain diminishes so that we can take wounds or put ourselves in uncomfortable situations for a short term to deal with this attack and have the power and the courage to keep going. While all this is happening, our digestive system, our immune function and various other very important bodily processes kind of stop working or get compromised while all energy in the body is concentrated on responding to this stressor, this attack. So basically your entire body and mind change when you're meeting a stressful event or person or object. So the stressor is one thing. The stress response is another. And with this fight flight response, it's designed so that this, you know, the, the stress experience is flooding our body. We have all this tension and power in our muscles, but because our body is designed to fight or flight, to run away, it's assumed that we'll you know, finish this stress response by using the muscle power, running very fast, fighting back, and wearing, our, wearing it out of our systems effectively so that our body can get the signal like, okay, the stressor is over, the lion has gone away, the army has retreated, I'm no longer in this dangerous situation. Whew, okay, stress response over, it leaves the body. But since we live in a polite industrial society where it's not really acceptable to attack your annoying boss or run away from a difficult conflict you're having with your partner, we have to stay with the stressor. And this can often trigger the freeze response where we become kind of paralyzed or shut down as a result of this stressor. But the thing with the freeze response is that it doesn't come with a built-in mechanism for getting it out of the system once that stressor has passed. When we're dealing with constant stressors in our lives, modern stressors like worrying about the future or feeling really paralyzed by doing our tax returns or looking at our bank accounts or dealing with family conflict or managing a really confusing, threatening email chain at work. These sorts of stressors still provoke that very physical, biological, primal stress response of muscle tension and blood pumping and adrenaline and increased heart rate and compromised immune system and digestive system. But we, because they don't, we don't consider them seriously traumatic, like being chased by a lion, we don't have a ritual for getting that stress response out of our system on a daily basis. 
And the result of this is that we can live in this perpetual state of stress response, even if it's very, very low level, that it just becomes normalized. And that toxic cocktail of hormones that's only really supposed to be around for a very short period of time can start to really weigh down our system and cause a lot of discomfort and health issues. You see, even if the stressors are mental, intellectual, social, psychological, and they, they feel like they're in our heads, they feel very mental, the stress response itself is in your body. So even if you have meditated away the mental stressor or made peace with it, or just intellectually moved on with your attention, unless you also physically end that stress response and get it out of your system in your body, it will linger there. And I have had a long, long, long journey of reckoning with this particular topic because I have a history of hideous muscle tension I've had two stress-related herniated disc surgeries. I've been hospitalized twice for stress. And so it has been a long and arduous journey for me to understand that the stress is not in my mind, it's in my body, and that I need to find ways to get it out of my system, to shake it off. Otherwise, what happens is the stress response starts to lay down these very deep grooves, these ingrained patterns somewhere in your body. For some people like me, it's very much around the neck and shoulders. For other people, it's in their back, behind their heart, in their knees. It's migraine related. You will know best where your stress, your physical stress pathway has been laid down because every time you are faced with stressors and your body triggers a stress response, that's where you feel it first. And over time, it will start to build up like a kind of physical armor that will feel incredibly heavy to wear. Unless we build into our lives a physical practice to take off our armor after a stress response and put it away in a cupboard for the next time so that we are not going through daily life totally armored up all the time, unnecessarily, feeling heavy, feeling weighed down, feeling debilitated and experiencing pain and discomfort. And so what I found is that shaking, body shaking, is the number one most direct, fastest tool for this de-armoring process after a stress response. So you might be thinking, great Imogen, makes sense, seems totally logical, but I just do not want to be doing any weird shaking stuff. Like that just sounds crazy. Allow me to share with you one very well-researched and one very, very old practice to inspire you. And then I'll also share the shaking practices that I do on a daily basis. So the first is a Qigong 
practice called Gently Shaking Like a Tree. Qigong is a very ancient Chinese movement practice and qi is the Mandarin term for what we could call life force, life force energy, and gong is the Mandarin term for practice, a kind of ritualized, repetitive uh, movement or endeavor. And the gently shaking like a tree sequence is exactly what it sounds like. It involves standing with your feet about hip width apart, firmly planted into the ground, into the earth, like a tree's trunk. And then from the extremities, uh, from your fingertips inwards, you start to shake very gently your body as if you were a tree in the wind. And you can do this you know, over 10 to 15 minutes with your knees bent, sort of rolling slightly, quivering, trembling, and you can shake, you know, your head from side to side, your neck, your shoulders, your ribs, your hips, and just let, the beautiful thing about when you start to shake your body is that once you've stimulated that response, your muscles kind of take over. It's, you it doesn't require much physical or mental effort to maintain the shake. Your body sort of is like, oh yes, this is really needed. This is what feels good. And it just sort of gets going. And you can find yourself, you know, shaking, trembling there for as long as it feels good. And if you want, you there's plenty of videos on YouTube, gentle shaking, uh, shaking like a tree, and you'll find some demonstrations of what that can look like. Another method, uh, which is one I haven't practiced personally, but has been recommended to fr by friends of mine, is, a, is the TRE method, which is a precise sequence of steps to arrive at a shaking where you're specifically targeting the psoas muscle, which is this large muscle that wraps from the spine around the pelvis. And the psoas is seen as an area that is where you hold on to a lot of emotion and you know trauma and shock and fear in your body and so relaxing the psoas and opening that up can really relieve you of a lot of built-up stress um, you know if, if, you, if you're someone who is you know feeling like feeling pretty good and feeling like you know you're not currently working through a lot of trauma you can, you know, try the psoas shaking exercise at home on your own. Or if you feel like you would like to have some support with that, it's worth checking out uh, whether there are any practitioners in your area who could take you through, could hold the container for you as you, as you go through those movements. And finally, my personal way that I like to shake is... <laughs> a mixed way of shaking throughout the day. So I do a movement practice called The Class with Taryn Toomey, which is a one hour movement practice where you spend the entire length of a song uh, doing a certain movement. And one of my favorite movements in the class is where we spend, you know, three to four minutes doing a sequence of jumping jacks, hopping around and full body shaking to some awesome dance music and rock music. And it's 
one of the things I that I love the most. So I do that every couple of days, you know, a lot of like full body shaking, sometimes shaking on the ground, shaking standing up, shaking whilst dancing. And I also tend to have a little, you know, a few little mini shakes throughout the day where if I've been sitting at my desk for a while, I'll stand up and and give myself a good five second body shake from top to tail. Sometimes when I'm about to get into bed, I'll clench every single muscle in my body one by one and then release it all in one go. That's a re- and then let it all shake out for a bit. That feels good. And actually what I've found, which is really interesting, is the more and more I allow my body to have these very primal animalistic shaking responses, the more it just happens on its own. And what I've noticed in the last year is when I've heard or witnessed a very harrowing emotional story or I've read about something that I found very upsetting or triggering is few hours later I'll be just going about my business at home and this whole body shake or tremble will just come very briefly over me sort of like a whoa and I like to think that that's my body of its own volition going we don't need to hold on to this anymore so we're just going to let it go now and feeling that that pain and that suffering which is very valid and very important, but does not belong to me, does not need to stay in my body. So there is really no right or wrong way to shake, to shake it off. This is your body's most primal instinct. It knows how to do this. It knows how it wants to do it. And if you're curious to start this as a practice, start small, shake out your wrists, Shake out your ankles, have a little shake, you know, of your body whilst standing, see how that feels, maybe lie down, have a, have a little shake, or if you do some muscle poses or you clench in your muscles and then release them, see what happens. You know, our bodies are designed to go through these cycles. And if you have studied a line and flow with me or you're a one-to-one coaching client, you'll have heard me say so many times, you have to complete the cycle. You have to complete the cycle. And this cycle of stress is no different. When we're stressed, it has this massive expansion of our body being flooded with hormones and energy. But we can't stay like that. We're not designed to stay like that. And if we don't complete the cycle by letting that energy leave our system, by shaking that off, we will never get to return to that sense of stability again. Magical living is about deliberately turning our attention and our love and our compassion and our curiosity towards the places that we neglect or are long buried because they exist only under layers and layers of social conditioning. And this is one of those places. So I invite you to get in touch with that deepest, darkest, oldest part of your humanity, the animal of your body, 
and see what happens when you commit to shaking it off. I would love to hear of your experiments in this realm. See you soon on A Year of Magical Living.